Let's go down to the holy river. Welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about The Plan from Emancipation, recorded between 1994 and 1996 at Paisley Park and released on the 19th of November 1996. On the track, it is, uh, it's Prince, technically speaking, but it's also the NPG Orchestra, which, you know, is something we can get into a little bit more when we discuss the track. The track is 1 minute 46, although the original song was 2 minutes and 3 on the album Karma Sutra, and joining me to talk about it today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello. The whole of this project is such a, a kind of odd thing. Um, you know, the MPG Orchestra essentially was Prince, um, some members of the MPG um, from around this time, and um, some work by Claire Fisher. Um, and, you know, Karma Sutra is the only album credited to the MPG um, orchestra. Uh, on the cover, you have a picture of Maite, whose shadow is the symbol, which I think is some, that's some really good kind of like artwork. Yeah. Um, like it's in black and white. Yeah, I like the artwork and it feels like the little swirl of his symbol is like hugging Maite almost. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's coming from it's like around her waist, yep. almost as though the the symbol is standing in for Prince, and the you're right, the little kind of curl at the end of the bar is is kind of just on her hip. Um, yeah, so I I I don't know. It's it's really weird because this this whole kind of project, um, you know, you had like Eric Leeds on there, um, you know, you had the MPG horns uh, were on there. Most of it was Prince, to be honest with you. You know, most of it was Prince, and then Claire Fisher, you know, orchestrated a few of the tracks. Um, you know, the, the kind of, the, 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 the weirdest thing is it was available on cassette, but the entire thing was repeated on both sides as though it were a single, which is just a really weird kind of thing. <laughs> like there was no like side A or side B to break it up. It was, it, it was the whole thing was just on one, one side, uh, one side and then repeated on the other side. Such a, such a weird thing for Prince to do. And you know, this was, this was offered as a bonus CD um you know with, with along with crystal ball and the truth um you know if you could get if you were lucky enough to get the five cd set this was the fifth cd uh was karma sutra and the plan was the opening track um followed by karma sutra which was you know almost 12 minutes um at last the lost is found which is like such a such a weird track title uh the ever-changing light cuts uh, a 47 second track called serotonin promises slash broken uh, Barcelona, Karma Sutra slash Overture number eight, which is actually the ninth track. Uh, Coincidence or fate? Question um, mark. And then the final track is called Karma Sutra Eternal Embrace, and that's it. It's like an eleven-track CD. Uh, like I said on cassette, that repeats all over again on the second side. Um, you know, and I, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those weird things. I've heard some of the tracks from Karma Sutra, but you know, obviously, I've heard the plan. Um, but you know, I haven't heard like the entire album all the way through in, in, in one sitting at any point. Yeah. Um, you know, and most of those tracks are tracks that I found on YouTube. Um, you know, uh, because people have since Prince's death uploaded quite a lot of stuff to YouTube. Yeah, so that nearly is true. You know, if you want to find, yeah, if you want to find certain tracks, you're able to find them there. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's to me, I understand what Prince was doing. You know, this was obviously something that was you know intended you know, for Maite to perform to, you know, it's like basically score for Maite to dance to. So, you know, it kind of, I guess it works in that setting. 
Um, and it wasn't just recorded at Paisley Park, you know, it was recorded in L.A. and, and you know, other places in California, uh, the record plant, uh, you know, which I think is the first time in about 10 or 15 years that Prince had recorded anything there. Um, you know, so I don't know. It's it, it, for me, it, it, like it's it's really hard to judge this track. Yes, I don't even know why Prince cut it down. I guess I do know why Prince cut it down because he wanted yes. each CD to be exactly sixty minutes. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, the differences between the like the two minute and three version and the one forty six that's on the album, then like it's like that twenty seconds is barely you can't you can barely notice it's gone. Um, and you know this kind of works as like you know an overture to the album, I guess. But just as a track on Emancipation, it feels like it feels like a waste of a minute and forty six. To be yeah. honest with you, like it, it feels like he almost had was missing two minutes to get his like golden sixty minute sixty <laughs> um, in zero seconds, and he was like, "All right, maybe the plan." But when I hear it, it kind of um, evokes um, Venice D on Milo from Parade almost because it was just like that instrumental minute and a half long thing. And um, yeah. I kind of noticed some like similarities because every time I hear it, that's the song I think of. They both, Vince and Milo has like the horn come in for a little bit. This has, I, I don't know if it's what instruments um, coming in, but it has a little like riff like emitted into it too. And it sounds yeah. nice. It sounds pretty. Um, guess it leads into the next track. And like I don't know if it, you're really missing anything if you skip the plan, but it's not like it, it, it's. I don't really see this like a hazard. Like some, I'm not hesitant to listen to the plan. I'm not gonna <laughs> skip over it. It's a minute forty six, and it's it's nice enough. If I'm listening yeah, the whole just, CD too, it's nice enough. Yeah, it's, I mean the thing is as well, like you know. I feel like Savior and Friend Lover System of the Wife are such kind of big songs that this this weird respite between them. I, d- I don't know what Prince was trying to do. I mean, obviously, he's trying to advertise, you know, <laughs> Karma Sutra for people to buy from 1 800 New Funk. Uh, but it's like, this doesn't really give me any indication of exactly what, what's going on with that, you know, like, um, I mean, if he really wanted. There's no reason why he couldn't have made Emancipation a four disc in the same way that Crystal Ball was a four disc. You know why? Why not have um, you know Karma Sutra as the fourth disc of of Emancipation and just offer that you know as as part of you know if people got it through one eight hundred New Funk maybe add it as the fourth disc that way. Yeah. Uh, in the same way that you know the truth technically speaking was a bonus disc offered, you know with when you got Crystal Ball. You know it's I don't know it's it's one of those things where it doesn't really feel like you know we've had short print songs before and. You know, this is not the shortest Prince song. That is that is to come on Rainbow Children. Um, but, you know, we've had short... Like, the very first track that Prince did, barely over a minute, you know, and just a cappella. Um, you know, so we've had short songs from Prince before. You know, the, the final song that he did for Chaos and Disorder, again, you know, barely just over a minute. Um, you know, so it, it feels like he's done short songs that, that are memorable. And, you know, I'd say Venus de Milo is a lot more memorable than this oh, song, yeah. you know. I maybe that's just agree. because I've heard, maybe I've just because I've heard Venus de Milo, you know, 20, 30, 40, however many times I've heard it. I've heard it a lot of times and I can kind of hum Venus de Milo without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, I couldn't really say that I could hum the plan. I definitely I agree on that basis. I think um, Venus yeah. de Milo serves like a greater purpose, like in the album itself. And, um... I yeah I I think it's like an actual like memorable track like the plan like okay 
like there's nothing I like hate about it, but nothing that really just sticks with me as being like like an essential song, especially on a 36 song album. You're not going to go back and <laughs> when people like pick and choose their favorites, I don't think anyone's picking the plan. No, I'd, I'd say, uh, I think, I think in an earlier episode, I'd, I'd mentioned that uh, there was a different track that I didn't really enjoy, which I think is um, Caught in Time. It's yeah. probably my least favorite song on the album. Um, if I was to, if I was to count them down, you know, from 36 up to, up to number one. You know, I think I would probably actually start with the planet number thirty six and caught in time at thirty five. You know, yeah. Out of everything that's on here, you know, um, and caught in time's not even that long. It's not even three minutes. It's you know, it's the second shortest song on this on this album. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really view the plan as a song, which which is why I'm not going to give it a mark out of five because, like, I, you know, if it was on iTunes, I would just leave it with no stars. I I wouldn't even bother giving it a mark because. You know, it's it's just a it's just a, a filler, which I, you know I think the whole the whole kind of sixty minutes thing sometimes lets some of these songs down. Some of yeah. these songs either go on a minute too long, or they end up being like thirty seconds too short. Yeah, you know, and I think that's you know this this kind of one minute forty six here just to kind of just to get it up to the sixty minutes is is kind of that's that's what this feels like. Yeah, um, you know. And the weird thing is, this isn't even a song that Prince had incorporated into his, you know, like live set. This wasn't like something that he would play, you know, like he did with, you know, Venus de Milo. He played that on piano, um, you know, in in medleys. Yeah, in his piano medleys. Yeah. You know, whereas this is this has never been performed, uh, you know. So it's it's kind of weird that it's like, well, why why put it on this album? I think that's the question that kind of would arise for anyone who listens to this song. You'd have to say, why is this on this album? And I feel like to get it up to twelve tracks and sixty minutes is the only is the only reason that you can come up with. Um, yeah, you know. So I definitely think that's the reason. Yeah, I I don't know if Prince ever explained why he felt the need for his sixty minute um, discs. Like I don't know if that was ever advertised or if that was just like, hey, you know, it'd be cool. Um, the real fans will notice they're sixty minutes each or something <laughs> like that, and I'm like. I, I don't know. I, I I don't see it as necessary or even that like intriguing. I think that there was. I, I don't know. Maybe you just want. Oh, you go for it. There was an interview where he said it it was based on the building of the pyramids and how the pyramids were related to the constellations and that they were a message from the Egyptians about how civilization civilization really started. That's the quote that he gave. <laughs> and again, that doesn't make any oh, more that's... sense. I, I mean, yeah. I guess you know the pyramids. The pyramids of Giza. <laughs> There are three pyramids in Giza, so I mean, I guess that makes yep. sense. But three CDs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe as a whiteboard with all the math written out, <laughs> sixty is the magic number. It's yeah, I, it's it's one of those some big things. It's just one of those weird things where I'm sure that he used it. You know, he used that excuse to sell it to EMI, and he was like, "Oh, look, I need, I need three discs. They've all got to have twelve tracks. They've all got to have sixty minutes." And I'm sure someone at EMI was like. Go for it, Prince. You know, like uh, they could. That maybe he just, you know, he used it as a way so he wouldn't be questioned. Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just sell it as some kind of concept album, or <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really weird, and you know, I, I feel in the end it just serves as an excuse for Prince in the liner notes to write "Order Karma Sutra" from One Eight Hundred New Fun. Like that's literally <laughs> all it serves as, as a function for. Um, but you know, I feel like this is the most anyone has ever said about this song. Um, so yeah. let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Alec? Yes. Um, my Twitter is AlecRaina98. Love talking about Prince. Um, this podcast is always fun to be on. 
and I'm good. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email me, not sure where you would, at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Anna. Oh, yeah, yeah, always a fun time. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye. Mom